all you freaks and geeks out there in podcast land. It's Wednesday, March the 1st, and you know what that means. Welcome, freaks and geeks, to another smoke-filled and jam-packed episode of the Doctor's Orders podcast with the 512 Foot Doctor. The podcast where I meet with some of the most creative and influential people that I know to share stories from the ride of life. As always... I'm your host, the 512 Foot Doctor, coming at you live and direct from the one and only studio of Life or Death. If you're a returning freak or geek, thank you very much for checking back into our regularly scheduled appointment. And if you're new here, tuning in for the first time, welcome to the Freaks and Geeks family. Freaks and Geeks, we're back. Took a little week off. Had to prep for something new. Had to prep. For Volume 4, that's right, Freaks and Geeks, Volume 4 of the Doctor's Orders podcast with the 512 Foot Doctor begins now. Episode number 31 of the podcast. Um, I sit down with a, a buddy of mine, we talk some shoes, we talk some uh, uh, some of the crafts that he's into lately. He's uh, really been getting down with making some beautiful leather wallets and um, leather like bill folds and card slots and card, excuse me, card sleeves, um, but he's definitely a big shoe head. Um, and we talk shoes for a good amount of time, the, co- the culture, um, the just uh, some of our favorite shoes, some of our favorite sneakers that we've appreciated through uh, uh, just through our time. Um, and we, then we boil it back down to uh, talking leather, talking his craft and, and what he does. So I'm um, pretty excited for this one. Um, freaks and geeks, put your hands together. Welcome our guest. Episode number 31. Jesus Serato. Here we go. All right, uh, what's up, man? Uh, nothing, man. I, I was saying, um, I, we have a party we're planning for the boy coming up this weekend. Yeah, um, turning nine. He's heavy into football, which is funny. He wasn't in sports before; he just got into sports. So the theme is uh, football. Yeah, nice. What's um, are, are you are sticking with like NFL or uh, just the sport in general? Uh, I mean, he's a fan of the Cowboys already. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we, did not do that to him, but um, he <laughs> and um, he, uh, I think he just just like the sport. I, I don't think he's had favorite players yet in that whole business. That's so cool. we just, we're just glad he's into it now. Dig that man. Birthdays are always solid, and that's your oldest. You said, yeah. He says he'll be turning nine. Oh, nice, good, good, good. So. Uh, the way we do it here, we got a little checkup procedure that I kind of started um, the last episode. Uh, our buddy of ours, AJ, the shoe janitor, he uh, he hit me up and was like, you, you know, you haven't really been talking about shoes a lot. And I was like, you're right. Um, I definitely agree with you. I've kind of been waiting for somebody to call me on it. So thank you very much for calling me on it. But he was like, got to open up with a good sneaker related question. So that's why we bring this one uh, in up in the conversation. What you got on feet? If you don't have anything on feet right now, what, uh, what, what were you rocking today? Honestly, right now I'm barefoot, but um, I was wearing an Air Max uh, bespoke that uh, a guy made for me a couple of years back. Oh, so. Yeah, she's made uh, four pairs for me now, and he does just Air Max bespokes. Yeah, excellent. What color are they? Uh, so it's uh, I-, I sourced all the material, so it's oh. like the founder, uh, selvage denim. Yeah. So it shades of blue, Ooh. and then uh, a purple suede. Okay. And 
the cool part about that one was um, I had found some gold python skin. Mm. So he's able to put the gold python in the shoe and then a corduroy, like a striped vintage corduroy, like on the toe box. That I, I think I got that one off of eBay. Corduroy so is a nasty material. I love that. I shipped the whole thing, shipped the bag. It took about two months, I think. Yeah, that's good. That's good. What uh, What's your shoe size, if I may ask? Uh, 10 and a half, 11. Yeah. Always you know, depending on the shoe, uh, I always go up to an 11. If I know, you know, the, the certain shoes fit too snug on your feet, I got fit. <laughs> yeah, nice size. I'm the same size. So excellent. Excellent. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. So, um, uh, it says, where were you from? Where'd you grow up? So originally I was born in central Mexico, Guanajuato. And, uh, we made the move here to Dallas back in 1990. So I've been here forever. I feel straight to straight from there to Dallas. Yeah, so I mean, I guess you could say I'm from Dallas, you know, technically. Yeah. You know, that yeah. was. How, how old were you when you made the move? I was seven. I, I, I was seven, so I mean, I've been here, you know, ever since. Mm-hmm. All right, so, um, damn, you're uh, just kind of thrown in as a seven-year-old into that, like, uh, just Texas American life. Like, that's got to be be something big. Um like where'd you go to school at? Where what area of first off, what area like Dallas did y'all stay in? So we uh we came to East Dallas, which is I guess the border of East Dallas where it kinda ends. Yeah. And kinda like not too far over you start going to North Dallas, which is, you know, the fancier, wealthy area. Yeah. But it's still pretty much East Dallas. And um I mean we're there forever until everything kinda got bought off, you know. All the bars and the restaurants and the whole thing moved in, the lofts. So then um, we moved to Southeast Dallas, where we live currently. Okay. Okay. Well, so where'd you go to school at? Uh, it was funny. Uh, it was a elementary, pretty, pretty much like two blocks down the street. Okay. Uh, it kind of like changed that, became like an um, inaugural school recently. Yeah. And then even as a kid, like, I, I got into Montessori as a Montessori student, which is funny because I currently teach Montessori, you know? Yeah. So it was, uh, I went through Montessori schooling up till high school. And then in high school, I, I was just, you know, there trying to like, I guess by time, I was like, what's going on here, you know? Because like yeah. the opposite of Montessori is traditional. And um, eventually made my way to UT Dallas, UTD. Okay. Uh, and it's funny because I was kind of busy we you know like all the time i was taking class at utd i was taking class at the community college so i was just going back and forth i was in a hurry man i was trying to get up out of there yeah uh three and a half years i, I finished and then started teaching right away like as soon as I- excellent um well, so what high school did you go to uh i went to north dallas high school for my first two years which was my neighborhood high school Okay. Which, you know, frowned upon, like, you don't go to Montessori school and then go to your home school. You're supposed to go to Townview. You're supposed to go to, you know, the other schools. Yeah. Uh, nah, I'll be all right. But then my last two years, I ended up going to Skyline, which okay. was uh, the like, like kind of like a Townview kind of school. Not Townview per se, but, you know, like more like Magnet Academy, those kind of things. Oh, all right. So, uh, Larry there. Larry Johnson's a Skyline alum. I don't know if you knew that. Okay. No, no, I didn't know that. That's what's up. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, did you play any sports there? Oh, nah. Like, I mean, honestly, 
it's, it's not because I didn't want to. I just didn't have the time since I was busting back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like my only shot to play was actually my home school where I, where I tried, I was going to try out for basketball. Yeah. Then I made the move over. So that can never happen. So did you, so, I mean, when we get to talking about this, uh, like your craft that you do, um, do you take, do you take any like art classes in, in high school or anything like that? Honestly, no. Like in high school, I was heavy into just playing a lot of sports and doing, I mean, my electives weren't even electives, man. It was just, you know, like AP classes, which is crazy. You know, I, I, I wish I had more uh, art stuff, but I didn't like, yeah. um, but my wife's always been, I guess the art one, like she's always done like painting and she's always done those kind of things. Yeah. So I think I, I get some of the ideas from her. You play any instruments? Play the violin. Okay. Actually, violin, I think the, for like four or five years. What grade did you start that at? Uh, right away. Like first grade, the first year we averaged Alice. Like I, I tried it out and I liked it. I kept, kept going. When I moved to the Montessori, I didn't have time to go back and, and meet with my old teacher because she was still kind of teaching after school. Yeah. And I was like, this ain't working out. You know, like we're coming back. It's late. So again, like kind of like a time thing. Yeah. Um, so you played violin. Is that the only instrument you played? Do you play anything now? No, I played the violin and I gave it up. I think it was close to fifth grade year. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I just, I just jumped right into basketball, man. Like it's, uh, it was pretty much basketball ever since up until I want to say college. And and I just kind of like, kind of stopped completely. What's your parents' names? Uh, Jesus. My dad's Jesus. My mom's Graciela. Okay. What'd your dad do uh, when you were growing up? With a complete opposite, man. Uh, I'm over here teaching kids. He was heavy into roofing. Okay. He was heavy into construction. Heavy into lawn work, pretty much the heaviest, hardest work you can think of. That was my dad. Yeah. Cool. What about your mom? What she do? Uh, she she's been a housewife most of the time, and, and like she cleans houses here and there. But um, I think the the only houses she really cleans, they're, they're like people she's known for years. I think maybe 15, 20 years. So like she she has a couple of ladies that she's been known for a while. Well, do you got any siblings? Yeah, I'm the oldest. So I have a, a younger brother and a younger sister. Okay. All right. All right. Do they have any kids? Yeah. Yeah. We. Uh, it's funny because me being the oldest, like uh, I had no kids. My brother, the middle child, he had kids first. He had two. So, you know, they're always, parents are always like, hey, when, when are you having kids? Like, where's your kids? Like, yeah. And I was just like, nah, we're, we're, we don't need any kids yet, you know? So they had their like, grandkid fixed for a while. Yeah. Then I had my two boys. Then my sister had her two kids. So it's funny we we all three of us have two kids each. Yeah. All right. Do you remember some of like your like first jobs, uh, like at a high school area, maybe even like out of college too? Like, um, do you remember some of those? Honestly, like my first job, like not real job, it was a a friend and I. We used to go clean a bakery together. Hmm. Like his mom worked at the bakery. Yeah. And on and she wanted to like take off. So she was like, I want to go, you know, do the bakery, like, and, and they'll pay you like cash. Cause I mean, we were what, sixth, seventh grade. Yeah. So, you know, we're supposed to be doing it. So they're like, I oh, will go do it. So yeah. like, we'd go 
couple hours, make some money, you know, save it, go spend it on junk or whatever. But it was like every weekend that was a routine. Like me and him would go, and it was funny because like a four or five hour job, dude, we'd be at it like in two hours. Like let's go. Yeah, that's I get down with that little uh, trying to put a little back for yourself, something for yourself. You know, that's cool. You've got a lot of these Air Max. Um, what are some of your other favorite shoes that you have a personal appreciation for? Um, there's a couple of Jordan models. That, yeah, tell us about those. What are your favorites? Uh, like uh, the Jordan 14. I, I love that shoe and that model because it was actually the first Jordan I bought myself, you know, with the little money I was making. Was it the last shot joints or what colorway was it? Nah, most people go after, you know, the, the common ones. My Mine was the Indiglo 14. Okay. Because, because that Indiglo 14 was one of the pairs that made it to Ross. Mm. So back days, the Indiglo 14, you could buy for 32 something. So mm. like I saw it and I'm like, yeah, that's going home with me. Like, you know, 32 bucks. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 I mean, it's kind of plain, but it's, it's a dope shoe. Yeah. And I remember we just, I, I played and destroyed it, like in the black time. Yeah. No, for, I, I dig on the 14 model. I only have one pair, um, but that's cool. What are, yeah, what are some of your other, uh, other things uh, on, the, on the Jordan spectrum? Uh, I, I've always liked, I've liked the Jordan 3 model, huh? but I, I don't like wearing it. I don't know if it makes any sense. Like, I love the look of the shoe, yeah. but um, it, it, it feels bulky and heavy. Like, a little heavy. Same thing with Jordan 11. Jordan 11 is, is like a pretty shoe. Yeah, very pretty. My feet, I'm like, no. I've, I've tried forever. But I can't pull you off, you know? Like, can't do it. So, how, many, like, how many, do you have any threes? Uh, actually, not at the moment. <laughs> have you ever owned a pair of threes? Uh, yeah, I've, I've owned Fire Red threes, Black Cements. I've owned that, that Do the Right Thing while the Lifestyle series. Uh-huh. I've the that reverse elephant print, like all those weird, you know, like, uh, like th- that was at that point they were making those like crazy colorways. Mm-hmm. Like I was picking up all those things and whatnot. You remember that? Yeah. Those were, yeah. those were wild too. Yeah. They, it was, a uh, it was a lot of them that were coming out, man, for, 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 for a few, it was like, I wouldn't say like a year or two where they had that crazy run. I remember like those at uh, tour fours, it was around that time. Mm-hmm. So uh, 11s, how many, tell us, tell, tell me about those. How many of those you got? Dude, I got one pair at the moment. Yeah. Because every pair I've ever had, like I've, I've gotten rid of, I've, yeah. I've had everything from the old Space Jams, the new Space Jams, to the old Concords, the new Concords, uh, lows, regular highs or, or mids, whatever people want to call them. And it's, it's always the same thing. You know, I wear it for, for a while and then I'm like, why is this shoe squeaking? Because I hate that on Elevens, or you know, like I. Why does it look so bulky on me? Like, and I just get rid of it. I mean, out of time for like cheap, you know, like it, it would be like a hundred bucks. Like, here you go. Do you got any other favorite Jordan brand models? I'm not as far as Jordan goes. I think it's probably like the Eleven, the Threes, the Fourteens, just because my memories that are tied to that shoe. Yeah, but um, I really, oddly enough. I thought I really favored the nine because it was like the first like um, silhouette that I ever purchased. Um, but 
After some time, I definitely favor the four. I really dig that. I don't know why. I have a lot of pairs, a lot of different colorways on fours. Um, but yeah, I, I, I have quite a few colorways on nines as well, but, um, I guess I kind of just made that transition. I guess like you could throw a, a nine in my like top three. I'll still like show appreciation for it. Um, I don't know. I have a couple of pairs of fives, but they're just, those are a really, really bulky shoe as well. And that's not like, I, I don't really like to wear it because of that. I think one of the lighter shoes would be like a seven. Seven's kind of light, not that bad. Um, eights are bulky. I feel they got a lot going on with little X straps and whatnot. Um, tens are oddly enough, like right in the middle. I feel, uh, I don't know. Do you got any pairs? Uh, you got any pairs of tens or anything like that? Uh, honestly, I had, uh, a couple, I had that, that old, uh, I think it was that shadow that came out a while back. Yeah. And then I had, uh, I had the Chicago one when the, when the retros were coming, you know, heavy. Yeah. I think I, I just had about three or four of the tens, yeah. And yeah, they they were pretty light. I mean, they were pretty light, and I mean, they were decent. A little rounded yeah. toe box, you know, pretty simple. Um, yeah, I mean, I, honestly, it's something to me is more is more of an easy to wear shoe. Like some shoes, they're they're hard to wear at times because they're not really comfortable. Most of the models. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you looking forward to picking anything up in the near future? Honestly, man, for the last. I'm not gonna lie to you. Maybe the last two to three years, uh, and not not even just due to resellers or, or kids or whatever you want to call it. I, I just took the approach where anything that's coming out, if I don't get it, I just don't get it. Like it's just, I'm not paying resale to anybody or or anyone or any site, and and it just it is what it is. Like there's so much stuff coming out every. But not even every week anymore, man. Every other day, yeah. that I'm just like I'm gonna go find what whatever I like that's available, gotcha. and, and and it is any brand. Like I don't discriminate. Like uh, friends will tell you, I'll wear from a New Balance to a Puma to a pair of Asics, a pair of Reebok, a pair of Sambas, whatever. Like if, if I can get it and I can get it for under retail, even better. Yeah, I got you. But nothing on the horizon? Nothing you're looking at to capture in the near future? I mean, as far as release dates, honestly, and only because of my my attachment to that pair, probably that DMP11. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's going to be the the cap to the to the to this year, you know? That's, and that's the only, only to be honest. That's if I had to pick just one, if I get that one, I'm good for the whole year. Yeah. No, that is a big release. Um did you have any of those packs? I, I had that one, man. I had that. You had pack. that joint with the six? Uh, yeah, with the sixes, right? And it was it was funny because it, it's the direct link to my teaching. Like I was, I was shopping at DK back then, DK Foot and Casual. Yeah. So, and and it was early on, so I was still building kind of like connections there. But I got in good with one of the main managers, and I told her I've been looking for the shoe week, weeks, you know, coming up. And then she's like, I got you, you know, just call me that day and, and, I, and I'll hold you down. So she did. Like, I called her and I'm like, did you get my size? She's like, yeah, but I need you to come probably late tonight. You know, as everything dies down or probably tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we're good. And so, like, I showed up, I think, right before they closed. 
and all the chaos, you know, had already died down. I, I got my shoe and went home yeah. with my pack, whatever. Yeah. But funny thing is, not too long after that, I, I had to sell it. Like I had to, because yeah. I had to come up with my uh, alternative teacher money. Because yeah. I, I didn't do the the right, you know, teacher route in college. Yeah, yeah. So I, after and so I was like, how do I get this much cash this quick? Mm-hmm. And there was the box. I was like, let's yeah. go. So pretty much, I was kind of forced to let it go. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Man, sometimes, uh, sometimes they dish one out to you like that, and that's what has to be done. But this is the opportunity you get to get it back. Have you ever owned it again? I did. I had it again. Really? Few, okay. Two years after, I ran into a guy that uh, I met at a at a Kickspo event. I don't know if you know, Kickspo was really big at a certain point here in Dallas. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he sold for me for cheap, man. It was almost retail and it was almost brand new. Shout out to him, by the way. Shout out to Kickspo for sure. That's a organization. Yeah, Kickspo was dope for a while, man. Yeah. Um, So, hell yeah. Like, I would say there's a couple of pairs I'm looking for in the future. Um, I don't know if you're up on it. You know, Action Bronson's got a new uh, New Balance sneaker coming out soon. Have you seen that joint? Yeah, that that color's crazy, but I, I like crazy crazy stuff. Yeah, he, I, I like that. I don't post a lot of my my shoe posts anymore due to the leather, whatever. Yeah, but but yeah, I got some wild colors, man. Yeah, I dig that one, man. I'm trying to get uh, when that pair comes out. I'm I'm steadily hawking the fucking uh, release date on that, waiting for the details to drop. But I'm gonna try my hardest to get that one. We'll see what's up. I'll I'll help you out. Like I'm telling you, if, if I can get it for me, I can always help others. Cool, cool, man. Thank you. Um, also looking for the Thunder Four. That's pretty much um, my big like main two. I don't want to say main two. That's that's really what I'm looking for on the horizon. Um, so those two, I think those two are just really hot colorways for the summer that are going to be pretty nasty. No, I remember when when those first came out the first time. Those and the lightnings, yeah, they were they were hard to find, like super hard to find. That that I, I feel. All the disrespect when that lightning was just everywhere, man. Like it was, I was not expecting that. Yeah, you spoke about the chaos when it came to getting that DMP pack. Like I remember, it. I mean, there was a point where ever like stuff got dangerous, you know. And I can only speak of from like, um, oh five to like twenty fifteen. I can only speak in that era, not even prior to that in the nineties when, you know, stuff was, uh, uh, going to different, different shops, not just the mall to pick up a pair going in the back and whatnot. But, um, in that two thousands area era, it could get a little dangerous just trying to pick up your pair, especially into the December, like big heat months. That's when it really got pretty bad. Um, but do you think that's kind of scaled back a little bit with all the digital releases and whatnot? Honestly, I think we don't see it anymore because I think there's two things still going on. Like the whole backdooring, I don't know how how much bigger it is now, but I think it's always it's always been around, like big time. I mean, small shops, big shops, it, it doesn't matter the shop. Like they have, I think there's an allocation they have for like friends and family, hmm. and there's like allocation for the regular folk. Yeah, and. and 
I mean, they can deny it all they want. I mean, even local boutiques do it that way. That's how all their friends and, you know, IG friends and all that, they always end up getting their pair. Yeah. The online raffles, I, I think is what's a slap in the face. Uh, I've, I've talked to, to AJ and other people about this. Like, when you hit on online raffles from regular stores or boutiques and you're like one for a thousand, I'm like, that, that's always suspect, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it's it's just like, how do I not hit? And, and I try, let's say, for every single shoot that you have coming out. Yeah. So, I mean, before, I, I'll tell you how we used to do it. I'll pay 20 bucks to the house of who's manager hmm. and my raffle ticket was getting pulled. Hmm. It was 20 bucks, so, you know, like, and, really- and I was taking 20 pairs. I was taking one for me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely scaled down as far as violence goes, but as far as like all that, like slimy, a little corruption still there. Yeah, that's never going away, man. There's bots being ran all over the place. Yeah, everybody, the 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 big dudes are either using a bot or they have a bot service. Yeah, so I've no, um, I remember having success on the apps and whatnot. Um, I always struggled when it came to trying to get a shoe online. Um, especially like a, a sought after shoe, um, like an 11 or, or just like a, a, a solid release versus going in person. I remember like going to camp or I don't even want to speak on the camp. I would, I just remember getting up on a Saturday, um, taking the day off. Cause I wanted to take the day off, go to, go to the mall on a Saturday. And this is speaking like, uh, in the Denton area. Um, cause that's really when I kind of started to buy a mass amount of shoes just for myself, um, in the college room. Um, but waking up on a Saturday, going to the mall and just posting up in front of the, at the time was a finish line, could have been inhibits as well. But do you, and I was thinking about that this morning. I was like, damn, dude, we don't do that anymore. Like, <laughs> Like what's up with that? You had a it was it was almost ritualistic, the entire process. You go and you finally you just wait in there. You get your shoe. If like highly suggest waiting in line, like getting there that early to get your pair. Um, but we don't it, that it doesn't occur like that anymore. You just usually it's just through the mail. But yeah. like, do you remember that time? Well, I mean, th- the thing is, I know you're gonna hate me for it, but I always had like cheat codes. So, like, Saturday releases, I was probably working that Saturday or every Saturday. So, I was picking up my shoes that Wednesday before Saturday hit. So, I would either go to DK and pick it up on a Wednesday or Thursday and then have everybody else fight on Saturday. Or, like, like, um, that or paying the the managers the 20 bucks and go pick it up either Saturday night or the next day. That's I mean, and the worst one was when we had our our bot running. Mm-hmm. Like we had one of the original bots way back, like which was who knows how good you know back then. But it was like a three second checkout, man. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. Like we would put in, you know, I give you an example. Um, those Oregon Duck composites have like little wings everywhere. If you went to the keyword on the bot or the system and put Oregon composite PE ducks whatever all in the keyword search right and then you just put your size and let it run it would be running 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 the moment that thing dropped checked out good to go like you were done jeez 
but it was a uh, again my one size my pair yeah. like that that was the rule with 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 those dudes that group we had yeah like we're running the bot but who wants to shoot who wants the size and that's what we're doing you're we talking were, about this group that had a bunch of heads from the you were speaking about earlier dude it was great it, it was so we met on a iss in south shoes those chats and forums or whatever all right somewhere on iss and nike talk i, I stayed more than iss but it was like I don't I don't know. Somehow we just found out we were all kind of older, mm-hmm. so it was like maybe mid twenties, mid thirties at the time. And uh, I mean, some dudes were in Canada, Vancouver. Some dudes were there. Was one dude in the Philippines he's still there? One guy was in Germany. He was in the military. Uh, we had a bunch of dudes here in the states: Cali, New York, Maryland, D.C., Houston. Minnesota. So so most was from here, but we had pretty much, you know, like connections everywhere. Yeah. So like something was coming. We were just like, let's put it out. You know, let's see who can get it. Yeah. And dude, at a point, we were touching everything. Like I, I mean, it it, it kind of sucks that is I'm um, we were almost being too spoiled at, at a time. Jordan didn't matter, you know, New Balance Limited didn't matter. Like I mean, the, the, our, our two, I think, biggest, uh, I, I guess, uh, not, not, not even letdowns. It was just, I, it wasn't meant to be, I want to say. Yeah. We, we shut off that bot. Guess the day that we had that bot, like, turned off. I don't know if you're going to guess this. But j- just think one of the hardest shoes to get your hands on till this day. Like a Galaxy? The red, What's that? The Red October. Okay, see, I was gonna go with some some Kanye stuff, but I went with the Galaxy. Yeah, that was just a drop that out of the right? And, and that's why we had the bot just shut down because uh, we figured, yeah, I mean, there's no point. I mean, we had the keywords, we had read this, we had whatever. Yeah, and it, it was shut off. The bot was shut off, and and I remember I was driving home from a yoga class. Mm-hmm. And I got the alert that, oh, something just dropped, right? I get on there, and that was the shoe, man. And I was like, there's no way that it happens on the day. It was just, it wasn't meant to be. Like, it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. And, and that was one time. The second time, have you ever seen the, the Kobe Spark? I don't think so. So that Kobe Spark shoe, this is how dumb we were. It hit the Philippines. Okay. So our Electricity and whatnot. Yeah, if you just put Kobe Spark, it'll pop up. It's a, it's a beautiful shoe. So, so our homie out there, he's like, "Hey, y'all, like the shoes here. Like, you know, who needs a pair, or how many do y'all want?" Because, because that was those were usually the two questions: who wants a pair and how many do you want? Right? Everybody said, "Now nah, we're good." Hmm. And we're, yeah, because we're just gonna wait till it hits House of Hoops in Houston and Dallas and New York, whatever you know, and we just pick it up. It never came. Yeah. The, the Kobe Spark, if I remember correctly, was like a Philippines exclusive. <laughs> Little did we know. Yeah, that's wild. Like your chances of finding a decent pair or a brand new pair at a decent price, non-existent. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, those two were hard, man. Yeah, that's what's up. Now I was just reminiscing this morning about that whole entire process of just uh, 
it's it's very different now. It is um I can't relate it to anything that it used to be. Um even shoe shows are different, yeah, you know, um just what you're seeing there. But it's change, it's going to occur. Um it's going to grow in popularity, it's going to decrease decrease in popularity and it's going to grow back in popularity again. Um and it's really just about all of what you like, you know what I'm saying? So as uh, as much as it's going to change something it's always going to definitely circle back around that you get down with and that you like when it comes to shoes and whatnot. So um a buddy of ours, we keep on talking about this buddy and freaks and geeks, if you aren't following the shoe janitor on on IG, go hit him up, go follow that cat and go check his episode out in the past he's definitely doing uh, some good stuff uh in life but um so shoe janitor gets me this wallet i, I kind of dropped a little hint that i was like dude i want this uh this wallet that jesus is making um over at his little um you so your your ig brand your ig like uh route um souls and things um you bis- lately you've been displaying a lot of these uh these wallets you've been getting down to um and i don't i think i have like one of the early ones this uh this joint right here yeah, that was one of the early ones. Um, it's dope. It's very minimalist. And that's a, really what I get down with. But um, so shoe janitor is like uh, just hears me out that I'm like, yeah, I'm interested in that one. Um, and uh, out of nowhere picks it up for me, and I'm like, oh shit, that's what's up. Appreciate you. Um, again, uh, shoe janitor, thank thank you so much for that, dude. I use this thing every day. Um, but these dope little wallets. Uh, fill us in on this this venture Jesus how did this get started um, you're currently doing a lot of more things you've done like stuff with baseball gloves um, you got a lot of different cuts a lot of different shapes um, where does this come from a lot of different paint paint colorways um, you're venturing out into a lot of different stuff and you've also um, Shoe Janet is probably going to come back into talk in just a moment because you did a little uh, um, little collab with him on a couple of things but uh, uh, fill us in on how do we get uh to this point that where this wallet gets created what's up with this um we, i went out to this workshop here at uh, tandy they have a, a store whatever tandy leather yeah and at a you know build your bi- uh, basic wallet or billful yeah and i was like let me give it a shot and see how it goes man it was it was hard it was intense like i didn't know how to punch a hole i didn't know how to cut a piece of leather i was like Two hours later, I had, you know, a horrible looking wallet. And I was like, you know what? I, I got to keep, you know, trying to do better. And so I, I, bought a, I bought a couple of hides, I, a few tools off of Amazon, and I kind of went at it. And um, my cuts started getting a little better. Uh, my patterns, you know, I, I Etsy, you can find them anywhere as far as the patterns go. Yeah. Um, yeah, little by little, I started seeing my stitching was improving. So it's pretty much, yeah, the more you do it, you know, the better you get at it or whatever. But um, then I started seeing so many different heights, so many different suede, you know, thin heights, thick heights, the whole thing. Yeah. And and that's my rabbit hole. You know, I'm cra- I was crazy about sneakers, but still am. I tend to obsess. So, like, I'm like, I need to just try more things, you know. Mm-hmm. So I started. Taking the the baseball glove, you know, card holders. Uh, I started chopping up sh- old shoes recently, and I started doing like Air Force Ones, Jordan Ones, um, the Jordan Hair Seven that AJ donated. I turned into fanny pack. A few okay. people one. Um, I, I made him a, a, an ID holder recently. I made him a, a long bill fold. Like it's a 
it's just it's just I don't know, man. It's taken so many different routes because yeah. um, now I do a lot of the water marbling, which originally is paper marbling, but you can attach that to leather, and you can also dye the leather. Hmm. So it's just uh, um, those water marbles, like they start blank. So it's pretty much you buy a giant piece of hide, you know, best time, just yeah. the natural hide or whatever. Uh, you cut it to a certain size and um, and you go through the water marbling process. So mm-hmm. you prep your paint, you prep your water, um, and then you just play around with your design. So yeah. you can be very basic. You That's know? a dope little like concept you have on that water marbling. Um, it, it's sick. There's you know, endless possibilities for this, um, you know, the outcome of what you get. They, have you ever seen them do that with guitars? They'll do it with an electric guitar. I haven't seen the guitar. I've seen um, the scarves come out pretty cool. They've done scarves and the other stuff like that. I think, I think, oh, I mean, because for the guitar, they just take it and they dip it in like, um, a, a bucket that has the paint and it's also got water in it, the paint layer on top and the water on the bottom. And it kind of just takes to the guitar itself, which is pretty odd. There might be, there might be hydro dipping. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what it yeah. is. There might be hydro dipping. And, um, I, at first I thought, you know, it was nothing to it. You know, you throw your paint, you go, you do the thing. Yeah. So I would say the hydro dipping is a little quicker and easier because you just throw your paint and you dip. Yeah. When you're dealing with the water marbling, you're able to control your paint more. So your paint kind of floats mm. and you can do crazy designs. I mean, you could do basic designs. You could do like something, you know, more complicated. But yeah. every design comes out looking different every time if you want. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at the, at the IG right now and you've got a couple of different like, uh, what would you call it for styles i guess um for you know your card carriers your your smaller little wallets um what are you trying to what else are you trying to do with that because you you've started to do like little farmer's market things haven't you yeah i I, at the beginning i was just pretty much making stuff and giving it away i'm not even like everything i was making i was giving away I, i was giving away to family co-workers whatever and then when i started making so much you know like I would make like 10 of each. So, so I have that number in my head now, anytime that I make one, I'm going to make 10 of, you know, that piece or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just recently I started doing some of the markets cause uh, my wife hadn't been working. She took off work for a while. Yeah. And I let me make some extra cash. And like, I mean, they've been somewhat successful. Like I show up, pay, you know, my vendor fee and I always make money on top of my vendor fee. So like, I'm pretty good. Yeah. And uh, and recently, I, I've been getting leads into the bigger markets. So, like, I have I have I have a huge one coming up at uh, Bishop Arts, which is kind of well known here in Dallas. And then I have another one, I think, in April, which is gonna be like a huge car show. Yeah. So, once I get into the bigger markets and more people, you know, get their hands on the product, I think it'll take off a little better. Have you come? That's good shit, man. I don't want to like uh, uh, just step over that. That's good stuff. I really, I, I dig that. Have you come up with like a a seal and or like a pressing to signify that this is this is you? So it's crazy because like I had been debating, you know, like just leave it as is or put something on it. Yeah. And my wife actually got me the the stamp. So yeah. like all the new stuff that I have now, you'll see the stamp. 
It just says like handcrafted by souls and things. It's pretty basic, but it's yeah, it has so we hadn't really talked about the brand name. Fill us in on, fill us in on that. Is that the, the brand name for the wallets as well, or does the wallets have like a different uh, avenue? Nah, it's the same thing. I mean, like the whole soles and things is yeah, tied to the shoes. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm, I guess I'm more than just into sneakers. That's mm-hmm. why I sold. You know, I, I'm heavy into shoes. I've always been heavy into shoes, but I also teach. I'm, I'm, I'm also into this now. So, you know, like I, I try to be a decent dad, you know, yeah. so it's just pretty much encompasses everything. It's souls and more or whatever. Yeah. Cause I saw one of the dopest things is one of your most recent things, your little, uh, uh, coffee coaster, coffee oh. <laughs> holder. That's sick, dude. I think that'll really pick up as long as it's like a universal to the size of which it is like a lot of heads are going to be interested in that, especially on the, like the market scale. Cause I mean, coffee, coffee cups are in the hands of many people throughout many days. And that's a pretty dope little one. And it, it'll help with the whole, you know, recycling and whatnot. But, um, I think that's pretty dope. I dig that. Well, I was debating like a small thing, you know, and something cheaper. And I was going between like a keychain or like a key holder or whatever. And yeah. then I was like, you know, what? why don't I do the, the coffee cup sleeve, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I did a, a plain basic one, like brown, but I'm going to use some of the, my marbling hides on, on the next ones. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll price it. I mean, I'm, I'll make it pretty cheap so people get their hands on it. Yeah. No, that'll be something to look forward to. And I, I mean, I brought this up before we started recording, but you're the second guest that we've featured on um, the Doctor's Orders podcast with the 512 Foot Doctor that's been into like this leather crafts craftsman just trade. Um, that first one was a, um, a lady by the name of Leah Rose. She used to run a company by the name of Good Omen Goods, and uh, she was on uh, episode 22, I believe, of the podcast. So Freezing Geeks, go check that one out as well. It's, uh, it's just a small world, these little um, the past across and the fact that uh, we're sitting here with Jesus talking about souls and things um, and the they, the realms are very similar. Would never have thought it, um, but I'm glad that um, just just wanted to shout out to her because go check that out. Um, very interesting the, and ironic that it uh, comes again up on the podcast. So that's pretty dope. Um, so we're with the markets. You're working with the markets. You're trying to get a little bit more uh, push in on those. Um, we we didn't really talk too much about the fact that you like deconstruct some of your. Or did you deconstruct those? Did you put that like Python on? That you took them apart uh, and whatnot. It was. Uh, it's funny because you know old, old shoes and you don't wear them after a while. Yeah, they pretty much you don't fall apart. So I was going through the closet and I ran into that 2001 uh, Air Force. And I was like, man, I can't wear this shoe. Like, you know, the midsole's gone. Like, there's no support, no cushion. So I figured 2001 Air Force One leather is like leather. Yeah. Like, it's, it's good leather. Yeah. So I chopped it up and I made the first card holder. And I was like, okay. And then I made a second. And I think I was able to make four or five, like, total out yeah. of the pair. And like they came out decent, and actually the first one I gave away, and then the second one I sold for fifteen bucks because mm. I was just staring at it. And I was like, "Dude, just take <laughs> it. Give me." I mean, I know I could have sold for way more, yeah. But it's one of those like if you really like what I made, just take it. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's uh yeah. Slowly, I started cutting those up. I started cutting like beat beat up pairs that I have. So if it's beat up. 
and I know it's like beyond beat or I can't wear, I'm, I'm going to chop it up. And I have a, a bunch of, of some of pairs to the side that I have to get to. Um, you haven't you taken when you've taken, I think they've been on like some ones, right? That you've put a texture on them or what? Tell, tell me about that. You put like a snake skin on there or what's up? Well, like there's been, I know there was some snake skin print on the Air Force, but I have, uh, I have different heights here. Like I have your regular cow hide, but I have exotic heights too. So I have Python right now. I have uh ostrich leg. Yeah. I have, I had I had beaver tail at one point. Okay. And I used the beaver tail on my last bespoke that I got made. Yeah. But beaver tail looks super dope. That's great. So like I, I have some exotic highs, but I don't use them all the time. Yeah. That's cool. Have you heard of this uh, uh Rose Anvil? You seen that? Yeah. I follow him. That? I I like that cat. I think he's pretty dope. Honestly, like dudes like that, we, we need to see, man, because they really tell you if, if what you're spending, you know, is like if it's worth your money, whatever you get your hands on, you know, whether it's a red wing boot or uh, or or these shoes that have this history of, you know, good craftsmanship. Yeah. And and a lot of the time, some really don't. I mean, you're buying, I think, the name or the tradition, but it's not worth your cash. Yeah. And people need to see that. Yeah. Um. So did you... Were you hand stitching these wallets, or did you uh, did you use a sewing machine on everything I've made to this point has been hand stitched, man. Okay. Every single thing, and it's uh, I mean, it's good and bad because you can say that out loud and it feels good. Like everything I've made, I've I've cut and sewn and everything by hand. Yeah, I think when it comes to the bigger projects, it, it gets a little hard. Like my tote bags that I've made, the fanny packs. Yeah. it's time stitching so like that that's what i'm like man if i had a machine if i had a machine yeah I, th- I think eventually i will get a machine for the bigger projects yeah like i still want to do some hand stitching just it's somewhat stressful relieving if it makes any sense yeah are your kids or your wife into this uh nah not yet i mean like like i i use my older boy for advice like lately i'll tell him like pick the thread color or like you know like like tell me what colors to match those kind of things. Yeah. But uh, the cutting is super dangerous. Like the punching, the whole thing. Yeah. So like he owes me a couple of things, but yeah, he can't help me with like the heavy duty stuff. How often are you doing your uh, farmers markets? Uh, I, right now, I, I think I slowed down recently, but I was doing about a couple of months. Yeah. Often I was doing like maybe first first week of the month last week of the month that kind of stuff and uh my wife went back to work recently so i've slowed down recently like this year like so far i think i've done like a couple so i think my goal now is to look for those big like huge ones yeah and probably do maybe once a month or once every other month yeah let's see you got a lot a decent little stash inventory or what's up with that yeah man right now i probably got close to 100 pieces all right. Like I, I haven't posted everything, but I, I, I'm stocking up big time. Yeah. You thinking about anything for ladies? Um. Well, honestly, like a lot of the stuff that I'm making, you could say. Yeah. You. Yeah. For sure, it's a little unisex. I get that. Um, I think what I'm gonna start doing is do more of like the solid, mm-hmm. like all browns, all blacks, all one color. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I, I've had a few requests lately. Like, you know, if this was like more brown or more this or more that. Yeah. But but I think, I, I don't think I'm going to change it too much. Yeah. I ran into an, another artist recently and she goes, everything I make, you know, I, I just put it together how I like it. And in a way it made a lot of sense, you know, I was like, you know what, that does make sense. Yeah. Like, she's almost like, don't go the route of like people will like this if I do this to it or that to it. She's like, just be you, do you. And I was like, you know what? I think I am. I'm just going to go and kind of do what I like. And if people like it, you know, they'll get it. Yeah. You ever make any bags? I thought I saw one bag on your Instagram. I got, I've made a total of like maybe four totes, like, like the big totes. Yeah. Um, I made my sister a crossbody bag because she, she was asking over and over. Yeah. I made my crossbody bag and actually, they're not they're not too hard to make. It's yeah. just a thing that I you know don't like to do sometimes. Yeah, zippers are probably the hardest thing for me to attach onto there. Yeah, putting on those zippers and and doing it you know like neatly that it's, it's definitely not easy. Like, yeah. so I, I think I, I need to challenge myself and do more bags just to get that zipper practice. All right, I'm gonna ask you this question. I don't wanna I don't wanna focus on it too much because talked about it a little bit but it's kind of like a question that kind of circles around we've talked a lot a lot about uh, kind of our hobbies and our appreciations um aside from shoes and possibly even like leather goods do you collect anything i've always collected man that's the problem yeah. Yeah. so it's like i the first thing i ever collected was trading cards okay like basketball I, or what's it? uh basketball football just yeah. basketball i never got into anything else it was always like all the basketball players I was into or all the cowboy cars, stuff like that. From there, it took a, a straight nosedive into shoes. Yeah. So it was like first car shoes. And and right now, if it if it's possible, I I think I'm collecting leather hides, which is crazy, man. Yeah. Like it's I got the shoe uh well, it's kind of like in the garage. So I got the shoe garage. <laughs> yeah. And on the other side are all the hides. Yeah. Like, I, I really got to slow down. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Um, so, you got anything else you want to cover? Let me know. Fill me in. What's up? What else is going down? No, nah, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to getting back into yoga. That's the one thing yeah. I, I do need to do. Um, pandemic hit and I stopped. And mm-hmm. honestly, that's the reason. Yeah. Like, I, I've been doing yoga probably close to a decade. All right. Um, and, and, and I think through the yoga, like, I was... I mean, I was I was a lot more healthier. I, I think a lot more energy. Pandemic hit. I couldn't be in a room with you know people, whatever. Yeah. And I gave it up completely. I started cycling here and there. You can't cycle year round, obviously. You know that's a problem. Yeah. So I, I, I was doing a heavy man. I was I was going from five miles to ten miles to fifteen miles to twenty miles to like I had to do something. Yeah. And, and I was working my way up pretty good. And I was like around 35 miles at, uh, on my long rides. Man. So I would just, I'm, I'm, I'm crazy. I'm telling you, I go all in. <laughs> um, and yeah, I was about, about 35 miles was my long ride. And, yeah. um, and then I started working again. So, you know, like it, it's just, I, I guess the timing is what gets to me. But the, definitely is in the future. That's, that's good. That's good. Well, I see you got the 5K shirt, and I've kind of seen you drop a little, a, a few hints on your IG. Like, uh, um, is that something you've been getting down with you lately, or what's up? Well, so the 5K is because uh, my wife runs a nonprofit. Okay. And uh, 
And every year we do the, this 5K race. So, like, I mean, I, I push it and stuff because it's just the way that we get the families involved. And it's yeah. not a marathon. It's not something you can't do, you know. So it's something that anybody can do. You can walk it. You can do whatever. Yeah. So, like, and and I like to to go on trails with the boys. Like we like to do hiking every now and then. So it's just a way for us to get out and you know like encourage more people just to go outside. Yeah. But it's a no. It's it's our big fundraiser for the nonprofit. Like we have it every year and we get a pretty decent turnout. Yeah. That's what's up, dude. That's what's up. Um. Well, man, I think we we can just close it out. Um. Tell us, hit the freaks and geeks where they can find you, where they can continue, or that where they can support, uh, where they can pick up a wallet. Um, I mean, you know, this is a Texas-based podcast, so uh, the Dallas Dallas heads out there definitely go hit up Jesus, but uh, drop your info. Tell, uh, tell them what's up. So if if you're on IG, it's a uh, Souls and Things, and uh, it's pretty much the only place that I post all the leather work. Um, I post some family stuff, some shoe stuff. But um, the end goal with the leather I had mentioned earlier is uh, eventually I'll, I'll build my own shoes. Like uh, I've been disappointed with all these brands for years now with the, you know, the stuff they're selling us. Yeah. As soon as I get access to my own machinery, like I'll be done buying shoes from companies. It'll be over. That's it. But, pretty much those and things on IG. I, I don't think I'll ever sell on Etsy. I just don't see it. Yeah. I don't think I'll be selling on any one of those platforms. I, I like to meet and talk to people. I'd rather go meet you at a market and talk to you for 30 minutes, even if you don't buy from me. Yeah. That's what's up. So um, what's the next market they can get you at? Uh, the, the the next big one is March 26th. is a, a Bishop Arts Bazaar. Okay. And they're expecting a huge turnout. I think over 100 vendors. Yeah. Food, crafts, you name it, like performances. It'll probably be like all day Sunday. So it, it, it should be pretty decent. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting to probably take double what I have currently in stock. Yeah. Well, that's it, man. Freaks and Geeks, if you're in the area, again, hit them up. Well, Freaks and Geeks, that's all she wrote. Once again, I want to thank our guest for this episode of the podcast, Jesus Serrato, for uh, just taking his time from the day and talking sneakers. I love talking shoes with you, dude. That was good. Uh, some good little stories, good little uh, uh, insight as well. And for coming through and just uh, sharing what you do, sharing your craft, sharing souls and things with the freaks and geeks out there. Uh, freaks and geeks, hit him up. Go follow him on Instagram. And also, if you're in the Dallas area, if you remember that date he dropped, March 26th, he's going to be up at the Bishop Arts Bazaar. Um, go pick up a piece. Go say what's up. Go say, um, yo, I heard you on the fucking Doctor's Orders podcast with the 512 Foot Doctor. I really got down with that. Hit him up. He'll definitely uh, uh, be excited about that. Beautiful pieces though nevertheless um freaks and geeks we move on finished with january finished with february moving on to an entirely different fucking month we got an entirely different book of guests coming through and we got some old buddies gonna be that are gonna pay us some visits as well I've um, got a lot of things in the work. Um, got some time off coming up in March as well with the whole spring break. So I'm looking to, uh, you know, book a couple of guests on that as well. Maybe some out of town uh, uh, podcast episodes as well. So be on the lookout and be ready for when those drop. And now the closing credits. Freaks and geeks, thank you for listening. And remember, new episodes of the podcast release every Wednesday at 6 a.m. 
Check it out. Do me a favor, freaks and geeks. This is where I need you. Go on any podcast platform that you prefer. Like and subscribe and rate the podcast. Want to get these numbers up? Want to get some more guests in here? Want to get some more uh, uh, heads looking this way towards the freaks and geeks? All right? So do that for me. Do that for the foot doctor. All right? Thank you for listening so much. I greatly appreciate that. But this, let's kick a little bit more in, in and uh, let's get some likes. Let's get some comments and let's get some uh, some more downloads up there all right uh make sure to leave a comment again leave a comment and rate when you're going and subscribing um hit me up on the podcast hotline it's there it's there it's dry as a motherfucker right now though but so hit the podcast hotline up freaks and geeks with all of your questions to be answered by myself or any of the guests in the podcast hit us up drop us a line 512-522-3814 and be sure to follow me on Instagram and continue to tell freaks and geeks that you know about the podcast. Remember, the Doctor's Orders podcast is a Life or Death Studios production. Freaks and geeks, until next time, we'll see you on the next one. Don't be late. Mm-hmm.